start recording. Ladies and gentlemen, gamers from around the world, welcome to the Couch Co-op Podcast, the ultimate hub for gaming enthusiasts. Prepare yourselves for an exhilarating episode filled with lively debates, nostalgic discussions, and a whole lot of gaming goodness. Tonight, we're diving into a hot topic that has sparked the curiosity of gamers everywhere. Should Sega make a triumphant return to the console market? Join us as we explore the possibilities, ponder the potential, and share our thoughts on whether Sega should once again rise as a gaming console titan but that's not all in honor of sega's legendary console the genesis we'll be counting down our top three favorite sega genesis games from blazing fast hedgehogs to iconic blue skies we'll reminisce about the games that left an indelible mark on our gaming hearts as always, we're thrilled to have Lord Bistro gracing us with his presence. Get ready for another round of his beer battle, where two man magnificent brews will clash in an epic flavor showdown. It's a battle of hops, malt, and pure gaming satisfaction. And let's not forget Aaron's Mobile Minute, where he'll dive into the exciting world of mobile gaming. From addictive puzzles to adrenaline-pumping races, Aaron will provide you with the latest updates, recommendations, and hidden gems from the mobile gaming universe. So grab your favorite gaming beverage, put on your nostalgic goggles, and get ready to embark on a gaming adventure like no other. The Couch Co-op Podcast starts now! I'm amped up. Are you guys amped up? I don't know about you guys, Woo! but John's cold open makes me hot. Makes me hard. <laughs> Better than caffeine. Hello, couch co-opers, couch potatoes, and couch codependents. This is the Couch Co-op Show, the greatest video game and beer podcast in the world. I'm Ian, and I got Jared, Nick, John and Aaron, no Dave hey. tonight. What happened? What Dave? Too tired. Can't be bothered. He, he's a traveling man. He's a traveling tired. man. He's a traveling man. Too tired. Um, let's see. You can find our. You know, you can find us on social media platforms. Uh, you, you can probably try Twitter, but it, I mean, I think that's that that that's end of days right about now. Um, anyway, that's at Couch Club shows all one word, no hyphen. Just you know. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those places. Uh, you can find our podcast on all major platforms. If you want to watch us, head over to youtube.com slash milkmanpictures. We also stream our show live every Sunday night at 9 p.m. like we are right now, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you know, if you want to yeah. fucking, uh, you want to come home, just pop into the chat. We can talk, have a conversation. We probably won't really talk to you, but we'll try to answer your questions if you leave them in the chat. That's twitch.tv slash the couch co-op show. If you ever wanted to drop in and chat, be a part of the show, we welcome you to do so. Um, yeah. It's warm. It's summertime. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. This is 
I this is probably the most positive I have felt on a summer break in a long time. I have I am there's so much I just I am ready. I could fucking launch to the moon right now. So um let's do this shit. Uh Lord Bistro. Beerstro, sorry. I think again Beerstro. I think it's Beerstro. I think John actually said it wrong too in the intro. He did. Uh, we got to we got to beer. No, I wasn't going to cut him off. Lord Beerstro. Beerstro, what did Not I say? Bistro. Bistro. We said Bistro. We keep saying Bistro. Lord is, Bistro. Is that in your notes? Are, are beer. You, no, you I put down Bistro. Maybe I, I don't know. We'll have to I'll have to listen to it when it's uh yeah. when the episodes out. Hopefully Nick is not going to have Bistro is awesome. Not going to have a Tony Death moment where his wife comes into the room naked, topless. Uh, <laughs> no, but I did tell her about that. <laughs> oh, what a good memory. That's to you, Tony Death. Never going to live that one down. Uh, yeah, so Beerstro, we're going to kick it off with you. Uh, you're going to continue on with your theme. I believe it's Independence Day, Independence Day week. What you got going on for us? A little special. So I picked two beers based out of the U.S., um, well, actually, since I'm on the road right now in Bend, I actually picked two Central Oregon beers. And oh, my God. Jared, these, nice. will, these will probably be right up Jared's alley. Um, okay. So, Not two sours. Uh, yes, two sours. Awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, I've got uh, Sun Rivers. Uh, it's from their Wild Series. It's a sour red ale with cherries. Ooh, that sounds good. And it's going up against 10 barrels. Uh, Rose Bois... Uh, Grand Crew. Oh, I'm not sure if I you got to bring some of those home for me. <laughs> I'll um, buy them off you. Uh, um, I mean, they're both about fifteen bucks a piece. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll run up to uh, Newport, grab a couple. Um, but yeah, this one's a Belgian style wild sour ale. Um, nice. And the reason I picked these two is because of actually where I'm staying. <clears throat> is I'm walking distance from both west side locations of um sun rivers galveston pub and 10 barrel west side location which those two are like a block from each other oh so, great yeah just kind of a just to kind of commemorate where i'm at yeah sounds like a great place to hang out right oh it is it's lovely i, I especially like the sun river pub. is ab inbev really an american company anymore though no, it's not. It's uh, InBev is uh, Belgian, but oh wait, is um, Tim Barrel owned by AB InBev or is that someone else? No, they're owned yeah. by AB InBev. Okay, uh, sorry, I was, yeah. I was, I, I forget sometimes who owns what. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's like uh, last week when I did Kokanee. I mean, they're also owned by AB InBev as well. But I, so Kokanee is an American. Well, I mean, it's still technically an American brand, though. I guess you know mm-hmm. America. Well, I mean, it was a Canadian America. brand, but. I like that as a cork and a wire twist, uh, like yep. champagne. They really don't. Top. They really don't want you to drink yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just my freaking hands. You gotta I get just... some leverage. You're gonna spill that all over. Don't get it on the computer, all right? That would suck. Oh, I heard the pop of that cork. It's his iPad. There it goes. Right. <laughs> oh, this is this feels weird because not at home. Oh, yeah. so it's like tainted. I mean, it's weird that you're oh. not in a hot tub. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that's so last year, Ian. So yeah. last year. Oh, that couldn't <laughs> no. possibly be this year. Oh my god, that'd be that'd suck. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, he has a hot no, tub. It's, it's just no, he's not in it. It's well, yeah. It's uh, for one, <laughs> it's like it wasn't as well lit as the other one. Um, mm. Just there's a lot of trees around here to block natural light. All I hear is excuses, and not to mention. <laughs> well, I could have given you the address, and you could have shown up and set up the production space. He, he's I a professional without yeah. lighting, Mister Filmmaker. Oh, uh, we have oh we have someone showed up in chat. Hello, hey, hi, I am oh, hi. Bisky. That's all Bisky had to say. He's Bisky. Hey, Bisky, ah. how's it going? Is it Bisky or Bisk? Bisky, B I S K E Y, Bisky. Bisky, Bisky. Welcome. Not a biscuit, is the, but a biscuit. Is the alcohol content of sour beers similar? It can be higher. It can be lower and is higher. Is it usually higher? Yeah. Okay. Like, Not like the, the Sun River is at 8.2. Yeah. Ooh, damn. It gets higher than that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, and the 10 barrel is only 7.4. Yeah. But oh, like the cucumber that's, crush, that's the 10 barrel cucumber crush is like a four something, isn't it? Yeah, pretty light. You, you mean the best craft brew out of Oregon? The best craft brewery out of Oregon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Such an embarrassment. It's such a fucking yeah. Let's try anyway. Yeah, I don't even want to get into that. Yeah, we shouldn't pay attention to articles that I put. Well, wait, that's what this episode's kind of based on. Yeah, now I'm like obsessed with this. Uh, Bisky says, "How are you all doing? Uh, We're doing great. Uh, Please settle a debate for me. All right, lay us on, lay it on us, Bisky. What is your debate? If it's awful, I'm shutting you down. Yeah." Uh, is Elon? No, I'm not even. That's not even a real question. All right. Um, and the answer is no. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's while uh, the beerstro drinks his first sour ale. Uh, let's. He he also Here the beerstro also posted a article. Oh. In the uh, Discord, uh, like a week ago or something, about how uh, I think it's from comic <laughs> comic book resources. Should, it was within the past week, I believe. But yeah, this past week. Uh, should Sega rejoin the console market? Meaning, should they create a new console? I thought this was an interesting topic, and I was interested on hearing what the rest of everyone thought because I know Sega games are super popular. Uh, some more than others, but a lot of them have been really seeing a like a, a flood of resurgence, like the Yakuza thing now, like a dragon. Uh, the Persona series has usually been on, you know, very Sega focused. Generally, isn't Atlas owned by Sega? I don't know. I and think then, so. And then uh, you know, Sonic, obviously. Bayonetta could come back to Sega. Uh, so they have powerful franchises that I think that could warrant a console of their own. But should they? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Nick, first of all, since you posted this article. You posted it. Why did you post it? Do you think this is? Do you just, were you just posting it out of fun, or do you think this is something that should happen? Uh, I was just posting it more just to see what you guys thought about it. Like if you kind of agreed with the author's take on it, or if like because <clears throat> I think we've kind of been conditioned to for a while to really only have three major uh, consoles on the market. Um, and I was just wondering if maybe four would kind of a little too much but I, I was just kind of curious what I mean I don't know if I necessarily agree with that I mean would you buy a nude Sega console um yes I would just because based on the how much I really like the Dreamcast 
Um, How much would you buy it for? One million dollars. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Let's not get too. Let's not get. Let's not get too far into that because I want to ask you all about that. But like Jared, let's go to Jared, our like resident like historian of video games and like the archiver of everything that's played everything and knows everything about video games. Of course, should Mm -hmm. Sega get back into this market or is it not worth it? I I don't think it. No, I don't think so. I think it's too late for them to do that. If if they stuck to it, they might be a competitor. But I I don't think they have what it takes to get back in the market i mean they i don't think they've released any good set like even sonic games to really get new people interested in the series and things like that like well, sonic, sonic, sonic mania was one, huge well they didn't make it yeah but it doesn't matter it still would have been their game yeah mm-hmm. but i don't know and sonic but frontier honestly, did pretty well yeah, it did okay, but like all the like Sonic Team games have been mediocre at best. So like that fan base is really just kind of narrowing down to the people that really love Sonic versus introducing it to new fans and things like that. And I don't think a console would help that one bit, honestly. All right. I mean, that's just one of their products that I'm talking about. They they have a lot, but I I maybe know one person that's played Yakuza, like you were mentioning earlier. Dave, I think, played one. I played Like a and, Dragon. Yeah, okay. So there's there's a couple, but I mean... I think Like a Dragon's awesome, actually. I that that would require them to eliminate a lot of the money they could make by... Oh, right. If, if they were to pigeonhole themselves onto one console and make them exclusive to their console, they would lose a lot of their audience. And mm-hmm. I don't think they could even talk to their investors about a proposition like that like oh yeah we have access to millions and millions of people now we're down to hundreds of thousands john right. i know you were a little uh unsure going into this uh podcast because you don't know a lot about the genesis games but what you must have an opinion on this like do you think they should bother i don't think the i don't think the money the investment to develop a new console because especially because pretty much the article is just saying that oh they could do like wacky right you know double a games essentially yeah not even not even pulling their triple a games just yeah focusing on they're talking about like goat simulator and bro force and um, using those games as an example, and it's just like, yeah, but those are small scale, like budget games. Because the Ouya did um, really well. Yeah, that's that's what exactly came to mind is mm-hmm. the Ouya. Like they they could do like a little fob for your TV with some indie kind of Sega published games or something like that. Yeah, that would make. I mean, that would make more sense. But to do a full fledged console, I think, I think they would just lose their ass again, and which is probably why. Yeah, they don't want to do it. There's just no why, and I think didn't they even say uh, wasn't Nintendo or someone even talking about like they kind of want to get away from consoles and just develop games or software? Like wasn't there some uh, console maker that just wanted to focus more on games instead of the console because it's just not enough money in the consoles? I think it's just too much research and development money you have to put into it to compete. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, even even video game developers, when they try to make a game, if they take, it seems like if they take longer than five years, and even five years is pushing it, they almost have, then they get in a horrible 
cycle of like, well, now we're out of date. So we have to either pull the game back again to update our whole game or we just release it, but it's going to be kind of dated because it's, you know, I mean, technology is being moved so fast now. But if it's a uh, gimmicky game like the article's talking about, and obviously this has nothing to do with Sega. Sega has no word on this. This is someone's opinion yeah. where we're, like, basing yeah, this yeah, discussion yeah. off. But, like, this guy's saying all the gimmicky games. Well, the gimmicky games don't need to be cutting edge. Oh. This kind of goes... This kind of goes I mean, into one of my next. This kind of goes in. Yeah, exactly. This kind of goes into one of my next questions. Is like Sega doesn't need to make a AAA console. They just need to make a Nintendo console, like a Nintendo Switch console. They don't need to make a AAA console. So could Sega get away with not making a AAA console and just make a like a Ouya or Nintendo Switch console? Game Gear. Game Gear. You know, like something simple. Yeah, I was thinking like a handheld something, but that the only thing I could ever see is if they did like a collection of retro games on a handheld system or something like that, but nothing modern. I I really don't envision anything like that. Like you might as well just go buy a steam deck and play all the Sega games on your steam deck or something. Aaron, Uh, there's a thousand different PC handheld things that would take that cake. Aaron, what are your thoughts? What, how do you feel about this? And feel free to have a different viewpoint than your uh, fellow couch (laughs) co-opers. Well, so that's the thing. I actually kind of agree with everybody here, mainly because they've been out so long. And when they did the Dreamcast, like they 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 got shit on essentially for thinking too far ahead. And now they try and come back with a new system. They basically whoop, they probably would shoot themselves in the foot. Because yes, Yakuza like a dragon, great game from what I understand. I haven't played. I know a couple of people that played it and nothing but great things from them and then they got the sonic franchise they can draw on but other than that i don't they're gonna have a hard they have a hard time competing against juggernauts like playstation and xbox and maybe they can go console and kick the uh, console but handheld console and kick the shit out of the nintendo because let's be honest here Nintendo good, but Sega is better. I I personally thought than the Nintendo, which not that hard, but I think they should come out with high powered. If they're gonna do anything, come out with a high powered console, handheld console, like almost a PlayStation portable thing for the Sega. Because even or though Sega Nomad Two or Sega Game Gear Two, I mean that that's there we go. <laughs> yes, because honestly. Honestly, don't get me wrong. I like the idea of a console. Just they, I feel like they do a much better arena with a handheld than that because a lot of their games were pretty much handheld quality on Genesis when that was around, and even the the Dreamcast. And if they had to come out now with a con- a handheld console, they would blow the Switch out of the water more than likely. But if they're to go up with go in a console now against like. Like I said, 360, the Xbox and PlayStation, they just, they would be sunk. 100%. Just... 100%. I, you know, here, here's, I, I agree with you mostly, Aaron. I would, I disagree on, I mean, I, I, I agree that the Dreamcast was future focused in a certain extent, but I feel like yes. they weren't. I th- I feel like the only reason we exist in the console generation we do now is because the Dreamcast did not That's put true. a DVD player in their console. If they had put That's a DVD true. player in the Dreamcast, 
the whole play PlayStation Two thing, that whole dynamic would have been an, a vastly a vastly different thing. They should not have focused on online play. That should not have been the thing that right. they focused on. Oh, uh, wholeheartedly, yeah. That's a future thinking thing, hundred percent. That is where gaming was going, but sneaking a DVD player into everyone's house was the biggest Trojan horse for PlayStation cheaper than 2. a DVD player. Oh, 100%. That's, yeah. that's, oh, yeah. why, that's why PlayStation 2 won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, and they did it again with PlayStation 3 and the Blu-ray player. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, no. Yes, and I mean, that's all. Yeah, 100%. One, one out over HD True, DVD but it won out. Way, yeah. No I mean, just, yeah. That one was a little less decisive. <laughs> but yes. Right. No, but no, the DVD but... thing, 100%. And I think... I... I agree with all of you guys in saying that Sega would lose, right? And obviously, there's nowhere that's saying that Sega's going to lose. But I would like to see an OG Sega versus Nintendo console battle. That would be kind of fun. I would too, love to yeah. see it again. You know, I would love. You know, you know, they don't I'd have to compete against Nintendo and Xbox because, or I mean, uh, PlayStation and Xbox because Nintendo doesn't compete against PlayStation and Xbox. You know what I mean? Right. Nintendo is on its own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone that think, owns uh, an Xbox and everyone that owns a PlayStation probably has a Nintendo too. <laughs> you know that's what I'm true. saying? So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Nintendo isn't a AAA console in my head. It's like a two point five. It's a two or a two point five. It's like a because it's less. It's not a AAA. Less isn't. It's okay. It can't be a AAA because the no. graphics fucking shit suck. You know, it oh, runs yeah. fucking shit awful. Like you're looking at thirty FPS on a good day. You know, so like, it's not a AAA console. Could Sega compete against that? I think yeah. so. I, I think they could. Would they? Probably not. But would it be fun to see it? Yes. So that's kind of. I'm kind of in the more. I, oh, fuck it. Let's see it. Everyone else has failed. Everyone else has made a fucking console. You know, Atari tried to do whatever that thing was, and I don't even think that thing. Did that thing ever come out? I don't even know if that Atari came out. I don't know. I don't think so. But man, that was a fucking cool looking Atari. I would, you know, fuck it. Game Gear 2? Fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. Dreamcast 2? Whatever. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. I, you know, anything that, like, I I think Nintendo needs a competitor. Because Nintendo is fucking stale, in my opinion. And if or Nintendo had a real competitor, Nintendo. that would be great. Because they're not competing against Xbox and PlayStation. So. That's my opinion on that. Um, I had some other... What would you... If this happened, what would you be willing to pay for it? I, I guess it all depends on if it's something to plug into my TV. I mean, again, it depends on what form factor it would take. Right. And that that's that's hard to gauge. Like a mainline console, I, I don't think I'd feel comfortable spending a lot on mm-hmm. an unproven thing so it it'd be, be like one of those two, right? wait and see kind of a product if it was uh going up into just a nintendo it couldn't be more than two i mean a playstation what is a nintendo is like three yeah yeah three to, uh, 350 for the oled model you know 400 for the pro but, that's never coming out <laughs> yeah well there, there's rumors that the dev kits for the next nintendo console are going out but again those are rumors mm-hmm. <laughs> But we need, we need to get this out there because Metroid Prime Four is not going to run on the Switch. No, it's it's not, and that's <laughs> that's very sad. 
<laughs> no information still. I'm just kidding. We, we don't know that. No. Nick, how much would you pay for it? Are you that? Like if we're talking like a Switch-like system, it'd probably be... I mean, like Jared said, it would kind of depend on like what it is and what it gives us. Like if it's like some like little improvements, like maybe for storage and stuff for that matter, or even expandable storage or just a couple of little options here, I'd be fine paying like 400 for like a little, a little switch beater. Oh my God. As long as it gave me. John, you disagree? I would be like 350 tops, but even then I think that's a little much. Like, you even buy but I'm I'm saying 400 if it gave me like something with a little bit more than what the switch gives me in terms of uh, not just necessarily like uh, hardware, but just other little options. Like, hey, maybe we if you want to play like maybe some of the older Genesis games and you have a controller, here's a couple of little ports you can board. Here's a way you can. Uh, Connect an old controller, play some of your old games. Do you think it like needs that. to pull some AAA titles though? Do you think it needs like like Sega needs to be like, oh, we need to take back Bayonetta. We need to, or do you think they can maintain being cool Genesis or uh, cool Sega without having to pull some of their bigger AAA titles like like a Dragon, Bayonetta, Sonic? Well, no, that I think they'd have to make those console exclusive because otherwise yeah. you're just um i mean for one you can instead of you know having to develop for a couple of different consoles you have just one that you can just focus on you don't really have to worry about porting or i guess you could probably port later i suppose mm-hmm. maybe at a premium um i thought i had another thought but i mean they could probably keep those i mean if we did a lower end console <clears throat> and kept those multi platform, those AAA titles, and then you pull down like Streets of Rage, like the like a newer like a like Streets of Rage four came out, the next Streets of Rage, straight up console exclusive launch title for this new console, you know, <clears throat> or uh, you know, Comic Zone two. Or, you know, you start Echo the Dolphin Returns. You could do some cool Just, shit and still maintain it. It's like such a small pool. Would it be? It does. Do you think so? Well, I, I was looking at like Bayonetta sales. Like the franchise has shipped a total of like 3.9, 3.09 million units. That franchise and that, probably that seems actually. pretty minimal for what they would need that's that, that's probably not one of their higher selling franchises probably but not. it's got to be up there it's not sonic but i think no, they don't survive i don't think that i don't think they survive pulling sonic from other platforms yeah it just there's so much that i mean it would be cool i mean i'm, I'm not completely <laughs> downing if it ever happens i mean they they of course will have to have some solid plan but I just I can't throw any number at it that would make any sense. Uh, or maybe but, just yeah. make like I haven't followed Sonic for a while, but um, are there any like new actual kind of like how Mario kind of has moved from mm-hmm. World to Galaxy to whatever? I mean, Sonic, Sonic Frontiers. Kind of the same thing. Sonic oh, Frontiers is the new a lot. Didn't that launch the beginning of this year? 
Yeah, it's not been that long. Yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty. It was it. It was met kind of mediocre, like kind of high seven. It needed more time in the oven. Yeah, it was a, a good game that just needed more time. But there's a lot of people that really liked it. So, uh, I think that's kind of. I mean, I would love to see it. Come on, you'd love to see it. I don't really care, like if it's sold or not. You would love to see. Do just, you, or see like? Do you think it really like, needs to older titles like Alex Kidd for Dave? Right. And, um, maybe even Altered Beast. I feel like they could exist and still, pull, yeah, new Altered Beast. Like you know, fuck them. You yeah, know, Golden Axe. You could like redo yeah. all of these titles, launch titles. Yeah, which of I'm this surprised shit. they haven't done Golden Axe. <laughs> And you could like maintain Sonic and all these other. You could keep Yakuza. You could keep all these titles multi-platform, but then you have this other smaller Nintendo Nintendo competitor, like a two and a half, two point, you know, a console that like competes against Nintendo with your classic fucking. You could have a fucking Michael Jackson Moonwalker title again. Anyway, uh, uh, right. maybe not that so much, but <laughs> yeah, you could you could even like come up with some even, Michael Jackson you, Moon Raper title. Oh boy! Oh. <laughs> well, well, anyway, not even not even just that, but you, not even just that, but you could also do like you can have new releases of like old titles, like for Sonic. You can actually look at all these new Juggernaut, new fucking uh, developers like Insomniac and all this. Other, you can contract them to actually help with you doing everything with them, like. A new Sonic with Insomniac in the helm. Oh my god, that'd be a that'd be a Sonic I'd play. Um, or shit, get new developers like I don't know, even for Echo the Dolphin or like they're saying Golden Axe or just you can contact new people for everything and just you can't more- say that a new Echo of the Dolphin wouldn't slightly be kind of cool. Especially I, I love, I love, yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I loved Echo the Dolphin. I had, I've played multiple Echo the Golf. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. I'd like to be see what that to is. See what they could do. And plus, Echo, I, mean, I don't the know. Tech man. is there now. Te- the tech is there to do redos of every single franchise out there. I mean. We're seeing it now with every single console of every new game. It's like. If Sega were to come out now with something, and you could completely redo every single thing to make it look amazing and more fun to play, because I remember the Genesis console, the Game Gear. Oh my God, glitch, glitch, glitch. And maybe and Atlas, that. and maybe Atlas doesn't, even though they're owned by Sega, maybe they don't, or whoever doesn't Atlas produce Persona or no? Who? Yeah. Okay, and Sega well, owns Atlas, right? My understanding yeah, I think, is that I think so. So like you don't have Atlas. I mean, obviously you can put Persona on the Sega console, but you could have them create a new IP, and I think that would get people. I think it. I, I think it. I think it could work. I think it could work. It is a subsidiary of Sega. A new Power Stone. I don't know. I think there's a lot I, of potential. Sega Rally comes back. IPs. I don't know. I don't. I, I. You know, this guy talks about gimmicky games, and I feel like I get. That's the kind of the one thing I don't agree with this guy about. Like, I get Crazy Taxi, 
is a kind of a gimmicky game, but people like that. You could do like some. That was kinda... a fun gimmick. I enjoyed that game. But I think I think Sega has enough stuff in their library that they could pull off something better than that. So. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, and of course the they'd have generation. to. They'd have to join the buying of other developers, like all the other companies are doing. They'd have to broaden their library on top of what they already own. I mean, they, they need developers, they, well, lots of developers bro- to develop the properties that they own. Or it's just paying a developer. It's just paying a developer yeah. a lot to produce a mm-hmm. title just for them, basically. Like, hey, we're going we're gonna to ask you to develop this for this much of money, not to develop it for everyone else, at least for said years, like two to three years. So here's this title. We're going to pay you this money when it launches. It's ours for three years. Yeah. You know, or something like that. But I don't know. I'm I'm kind of for it. I just don't think I don't think the Sega needs to make a gimmicky game console. I feel like they could make a Nintendo Switch com- mainly because I hate Nintendo so much. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I know like- you wasted three hundred dollars on a Switch, and you've used I, it a I handful did. of times. I did. My wife <laughs> used it more than I did. Uh, yeah. I just feel like. Yeah, anyway. Um, I could do it. So I'm yay. Who's nay? Who's yay and nay? I'm yay. I, I would be for it if they nay. did. I don't know if I No, we just need it. we need straight up answers. Yay or nay. I'm a yay. I, I would like to see what a I'm, new oh. competitor would do. All right. Four to one. John's like, I'm a yay for handheld, yay for console. John's console. an idealist, a realist. He's like, mm, I, this is a fucking wrong. A I, I just think they, I think they would be so, they'd be scared shitless to actually start developing a new console. Dude, I, I think it's mean, not gonna happen. Dude, I but think it would be like I think, to see. I think Xbox is scared shitless every fucking moment of the day. That's what I. Well, that's what I wanted to bring up. Like, you want you. You talk about their competitor being Nintendo, and I get what you're saying in terms of console design and and choice. Maybe it'd be more realistic for them to do an underpowered but very accessible console for uh, a massive amount of people. But the Switch outperforms. Is it? It outperforms in terms of sales. The PlayStation, right? Because well, it's it cheaper has. Than it has systems. for certain. I mean, ultimately, I think it has outsold to date. But I mean, it doesn't always outsell the PlayStation on a monthly basis. Yeah, but, but then I mean, like, I mean, I but feel it's bad also for... the worst console ever produced. I, so like, it's just <laughs> Nintendo Glaze. Yeah. I don't know. I should never have bought one. It's the cheapest console of the three, and that's why it sells the. No, it sells because than... of fucking oh, Zelda and just that too, the but... worst fucking games. Anyway, I just feel bad for Phil Spencer. He keeps he's been coming out a lot this month, just being like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Like, no. So, it's Xbox. have you guys been crazy. following any of that latest new shit that came out of that the the hearings, like that Xbox was gonna spend Sony into the ground and all this shit? It's like it's kind of gnarly. And then like uh, Bethesda's upset that. Microsoft told them they couldn't sell their games multi-platform, even though they're allowing Activision to sell Call of Duty multi-platform. Like, there's all this like shit coming out. This like crazy. Well, isn't the deal um, with the Call of Duty like they're gonna make a deal with Sony that? I mean, I know the details haven't been ironed out, but they're gonna 
allow Call of Duty to be multi-platform for X amount of years. Yeah, but Sony doesn't want them, doesn't want, because Sony doesn't want, doesn't care about that, because they don't, Sony doesn't, because once, once Activision is owned by Microsoft, Sony doesn't want to be able, have to give Microsoft, basically, the blueprints to their next PlayStation. Yeah. So they don't care about that. Oh, I see. They don't want them to have the knowledge. But then I just thought it was funny, the internal oh. emails from like Bethesda is like, hey, why do you guys give so much shit about this studio and this game being multi-platform and we can't have our games? Because like Starfield was supposed to be multi-platform. Yeah. And then Mike, when, as soon as it got bought, Xbox said no. And it's like, but now you're, we're one of the biggest game studios. We make one of the biggest games and you're telling us we can't, but you're okay with fucking Activision and Call of Duty doing it? Yeah, fuck you guys. That's that's just a greed thing, you know. Anyway, well, isn't Microsoft kind of playing uh, Sony's game? How Sony will kind of give an incentive to developers, like make this exclusive for three months, and then you can start selling the Xbox version. Oh, yeah. oh it's Lots been of worse than that. Have you, it's been worse than that. You, so the latest thing that came out like last week was so like anybody. That, so they're giving extra money to game developers for their games on Game Pass and to never release on Sony. So, Damn. yeah, there's all kinds of crazy. Sh- there's all kinds of dirty shit. But like Sony does the same thing. It's not like yeah. Sony's oh, yeah. pure. It's just like no. all this shit's coming out. It's pretty funny. It's pretty crazy. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Sega. Let's move on. But before we do, uh, let's kick it quickly back to uh, the beer stro. How was that first sour? <clears throat> it was actually pretty good. I didn't realize it was a collaboration brew until I was looking at the bottle. Uh, they collaborated with Ale Song. Uh, not exactly. Sure. I can't remember where they're from, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was a pretty tasty, sour, tarty treat. And you've started the Which, second one? No, I was about to. Oh, open about it. to. Oh man, he's, he's just giving Thanks. giving some breather, giving it some room. Well, not only that, I was sitting there fighting the wax too. <laughs> ah, one thing, the one thing that I hate about wax top bottles. But the other one was a little more red, right? <laughs> Yeah, the other one was a red ale. Nice. Yeah, this one looks a little browner. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Is this one yeah, the, the more alcohol content? <clears throat> less. Oh, less. Okay, so you drink mm-hmm. the heavy one. Did it feel like it was mm-hmm. heavy alcohol on the first one? Uh, no, not so much. Not so much? Uh-uh. No, but I, I just kind of was slow playing it, sipping it. Cool. First sip, initial impressions. Not as sour as the other one. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Well, you drink on that one, and I think we'll kick it over to Aaron for Aaron's Mobile Aaron's Minute. Mobile Minute. Yeah. Listen to Jared with the pipes. <laughs> well, yeah, Ian's for some reason always gets cut Dude, off. I, so. I don't know. Yeah. I, I turned off the echo filter yeah. and uh, did that work? They're, they're like the sound test nope. thing. I think I don't know. It, it's weird. So uh, so far that seems to be Aaron's working fine. Mobile Minute. There you go. There go. <laughs> I could probably scream into the mic, but I'm not gonna do that. All right, let's bring up the clock. All Jared. right, I got the clock. So once you start chatting about questions, uh, yeah. So when you ask ask the first question, John, you'll hit I the will mic. hit go. All right, name. Final Fantasy Fifteen War of Visions. Single? Yes. Multiplayer? No. Genre? Action. 
Advertising or word of mouth? Advertising. Like music? Yes. Like graphics? Yes. Time played? 15 minutes. Keep playing? Potentially. Recommend? Yes. Who would you recommend it to? Jared. Have a story? Yes. Like the story? Yes. Beginner friendly? Yeah. Skill based? No. Developer? Square Enix. Available on a console? Yeah. Cost? Free. Microtransactions? Yep. Do you like the microtransactions? No. That's all the questions. God, you need to come up with some more questions, John. Yeah, I do. I know. But but we gotta we gotta enjoy this victory. Just bathe in it. Was this more than last time? What was it? Twenty one last time though, so this is less. Yeah, so it's, it's a Final Fantasy fifteen game? Is it just like that chibi version of it? No, it's like a spin off. It's like oh. it has it has the same characters from fifteen. It's just a Huh. Here's Final Fantasy fifteen and then here's this one. It's like a mobile mm-hmm. type thing going on there. Do they have any crossover? Uh I don't think so. I haven't got that far into you, it. You you beat Final Fantasy fifteen, didn't you? I did. Yes. Such a fantastic game. I loved um, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is the one little version that's on the PlayStation. I know what you're talking about. With a little like cute anime character version, right? No, this is like actual like Noctis and uh, that's the it... A New Empire. No, but there's a version on PlayStation that has the little yeah. But that that was the original like it came out around the same time as Final Fantasy 15. It was just like the mobile version of oh, it. Oh, this is a different different version. Yeah, it was called Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition, and oh. this one's just Final Fantasy 15 A New Empire. Oh, okay. No, this is called the War of Visions. This is like a, it's like a. Separate. It, it has a character. Oh, War 15. for Eos. Uh, let me look. Strategy I, game. Join Justice for victory. It must be. There's that a lot one. of Final That's Fantasy 15 games. Yeah, it's kind of hard to keep up, but um, no, it has like Noctis and Ignis and Luna. I think is the girl, the blonde girl. I can't remember her huh. name, but she's in it too. Um, oh, and they they actually uh, so. Final Fantasy 15: A New Empire was developed by Epic Action LLC, and Final Fantasy 15: War for Eos was made for Machines Machine Zone Incorporated. So that's okay. interesting that they're made by different companies. Pocket Edition was Square Enix. Oh, yeah. Well, so that's interesting. I have a question huh. for you, Aaron. Huh? You play a lot of mobile games. Yes. What? What of the games do you finally like? Do you just cycle through them forever? And like, is there ever one you really like landed on and played forever? Uh, well, let's see. There was uh, so and my Android app that I have uh, does the game launcher thing. The one that logged the most minutes was actually over. God, I want to say close to four thousand minutes, which was pretty much three phones worth of time. It was a Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> Duel Links game. That okay. I played that forever, and then uh, there's one called Marvel Puzzle Quest. I'm still playing. I've been playing that for nearly 500 minutes. So, have you reviewed either of those games on the show? I have. I did those actually. Okay. Uh, right. I, I, I did the Puzzle Quest from a revival of the series. Actually. Okay. I'm just like, like, like you play a lot of game, but I'm just curious. Like, I mean, do well, any of these ever really survive you? I guess not. They, 
like a handful of them. Marvel Snap has uh, the Tacticus Wait, Warhammer 4000. Wait, did you review Marvel Snap and did I miss that? That was the week later from the the, the Puzzle Quest one. Um, Tacticus, I'm still playing. That game is actually pretty fun. Um, the Mister Mister Auto Fire is still on my con in my little system, but that one's about to go bye bye since I don't play it as much. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the Vampire Survivor would have stayed if I didn't play Mighty Doom, and then I stopped playing Mighty Doom. I gotcha. I'm just curious in general, like like you know, like I don't know, you you talk about a lot of games. I'm just curious, like what is the what is the survive rate of some of these games? Uh, What's Warhammer? Tacticus again? Is it like a? It's a, a turn-based RPG. I, okay. Does yeah. it actually go into the Warhammer lore? It does actually. It has all the different really? factions, like the Imperial armies in there. The I can't remember what all the factions are, but I know the Imperial armies in there. There's the orc-looking guys. I John's again, fascinated I, with Warhammer. I know. I am. I am I get, fascinated. I actually got interested when I lived in Denmark back in the day, a long time ago, but uh, I kind of got out of it and I came back because of this mobile game. So It's such a lore-heavy mm. universe. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I don't even... I can't even scratch the surface with it because I'm, I'm watching bits and pieces of it. I'm like, huh? I gotta read... I gotta read more. What the fuck? I gotta read more? Uh. There's a great YouTube video I watch where a guy, uh, Bricky... He on YouTube. He broke down all the factions in like sixty minutes or something like that. It was fascinating. And sick, damn, that's not faction time. Oof. All right, well, let's move on. We gotta get. Let's get through. Actually, this. I have one more question for Jared. Oh, okay. Actually. For Jared, um, what yeah. clock do you use on your phone? <laughs> it relates to the clock, but I mean, are you intentionally putting Aaron's reflection on your phone? I did today, up? yes. Oh, okay. I, I, oh, I so was nice reflecting his, uh, uh, him, oh, like, I uh, got pretty, you in there, Nick. That's pretty cool. What a cool thing. I, I was looking up a sale for the newest uh, Warhammer game for John. Oh, Bolt Gun. Uh, Warhammer like, Bolt Gun. It's like 17 is, something like, on. 1759 on PSN. Really? Oh, I mean, fifty-nine. Yeah, it's not an expensive game. Well, it's only it's no. Only, I saw it, it was retail. I saw it like it was twenty-nine. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. mm. it's like on sale on PSN right now. Okay, mm. cool. Uh, which means it'll probably be on sale again for even cheaper. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Let's move on. So, like, the next leg of our journey brings us since we're talking about Sega. Maybe some of these cool games we could talk about in this and our top three favorite Sega Genesis games that we like to play favorites of all time. Yes. Yeah. Favorites. <sighs> favorites. We, we like these lists. We, we do. do. And our I, viewers. I like top three. Our top viewers five like lists, them all too. That stuff. So we'll get through them. We'll march through it. And uh, Jared, you're going to kick it off. Okay. Toe Jam and Earl. Is my number God, three the worst fucking game? But it, as a young person with someone to play at co-op, that game was a lot of fun. All right, if you say so. I I mean, looking back, it is not very fun. I I even played the latest version of Toe Jam and Earl that came out maybe what five years ago or something like that, and I thought it was kind of garbage, but it was in fun enough, I guess, to finish. You know. It, 
that that's about the best review I can give it. I think the original is about the same, but when I was young, you know, you, you don't know any better. That yeah, was, we kind of. I knew better. I didn't understand it. Yeah. I couldn't get into it. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I played tons of it. I got I got real far. I, I'm not sure if I ever beat the game, but uh, my my I forgot who I played it with because I never owned a Genesis. I I borrowed one several times, and uh, that's one of the games I got to borrow with it. Yeah, I almost feel like we have to qualify a lot of these picks because I mean, these, oh, I mean these aren't. Well, no, I, like, like, really. I like John. I mean, yeah. John got on earlier. His qualifier is going to be good. So, yeah. Well, I just mean this was in an era when we were like we didn't have our own dispensable income. I mean, oh right, and we're also mm-hmm. we're also in the rental age, um, trading and borrowing with friends. Oh yeah, well, that's like fine. That. That's fine. I mean, if cliffhangers oh, on your list, that's fine. I mean, it's a game. Yeah. My my hometown was a Nintendo <laughs> town. All right, Nick, what's your number 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 three? Uh, I'll just go with Altered Beast. Altered, like, the classic. So many, yeah. Uh, I saw that. Like, from your grave. First. Wasn't that a pack-in? Yeah, it was so. like the first uh, game that came out with the Genesis before it got replaced by Sonic. Yeah, I remember I, hearing the voices in it. They talked, mm-hmm, man. They talked. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was awesome. I mean, yeah. there are still times when I'm sitting here at like work, if I'm ever doing anything that kind of raises me up, I'm like, rise from your grave. Yeah. The first time I ever played that was it was a free giveaway on PS3. So I have the second oh, version yeah, that's of right. Beast. I forgot that was even there. That's the first time I ever played that game. And oh, yeah. boy. It's not great in this day and age. Yeah, it was it was fun enough back in the 16-bit era, but a lot of games back then were kind of trash, but everybody loved them. My number three is, uh, I mean, I don't care which one you pick, but I'm going to go Earthworm Jim. I only um, played it on Super I, Nintendo. I've played Earthworm Jim and Earthworm Jim 2 many times, multiple times, all the times. It's one of my, I've played it. I've never played it on Super Nintendo, actually. I've only played it on Genesis, yeah, I and I've played it on ROM. And i played it on Loved my it. ROM Dreamcast version. Because I, I have the entire Genesis library on Dreamcast. Uh, so I just love the weirdness, the kookiness, the idea La- that Launching he, the cow for some reason? The idea no, that he, he basically pulls his head day. out and whips it, and you swing... <laughs> okay. it just it's just such a bizarre and absurd idea it's funny uh so yeah earthworm jim uh is my number three it's a good one aaron what's your number three all right so my number three is actually uh one of the first games i actually really fully enjoyed it's the Battletoads franchise, actually, but I'm gonna go Battletoads Double Dragon oh, franchise. Yes. Classic. Oh my god, that game! I I I enjoyed that game. I always was either Billy from the Double Dragon side or Rash from the Battletoad side. That's a kind of a deep cut because that wasn't a super popular game. <laughs> I know, but it was such a fun game. I one of my friends rent, uh, rented it for Blockbuster. I spent stayed at his house. And we spent like a good chunk of the night playing that. It, it was literally like a a commercial for Pizza Hut. I kid you uh, fucking not. It's actually Pizza. easier than the original Battletoads. I know. I so. <laughs> I, right. I had the and I had the Game Gear version of the Battletoads. Oh my fuck, that game was yeah. god awesome. 
Anyway, I'm not going to get into I that. I played was Battletoads and Battle Maniacs on Super NES. No, so my brother bought Battletoads Double Dragon. I think it was on sale for super cheap. I think he got it for like 20 bucks. And I remember that was one of the games he had, and we used to play that all the time. Uh, the only game. problem with that, again, is like, you know, you have take damage from your... If you're playing co-op... You True. Fucking... <laughs> Anyway, friendly fire. Friendly fire is on, oh, baby. You couldn't turn it off, <laughs> baby. <laughs> worth right. it. <laughs> worth it though. It's fun. It's worth. You could turn that on in Double Dragon as well. It's like mode A and mode B. I don't know if, I, th- I feel so like I'm there, not sure if I don't know if there was mode A or mode B right? on that Double Dragon. I don't yeah, feel like there was. Anyway, so uh, John, what's your number three? Uh, Contra. Oh, the Contra Hardcore or whatever. Yeah. 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 Why? So side scrolling, fun yeah, shoot 'em up. Contra, dude. Doing doing mm. acrobatics. I didn't even realize there was a Contra game. I mean I know there's Super Contra on Super Nintendo. Super C at what what at what point does that come to Genesis? Or was that the Genesis version? Uh I never played it. Heard of it, but never played it. I, yeah, I think I'm trying to a look Contra up a collection on PlayStation. I think it's in there, or you can buy it on Switch or something. John, look faster. John, look faster. Yeah, I'm looking. No. <laughs> but I, I loved the Contra series. Uh, I never, I didn't play their like most recent <sighs> one with like I gotta be honest, Panda guys. Or whatever the crap. Uh, Contra highly overrated. 1994 highly overrated series that I was never mm. a super big fan of. Uh, I loved it. But that's cool. You know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for like uh, arcade games where right. you get the power ups and you get more weapons and you can try out different weapon combos. Like I I love. I am into that. Like I'm just that. into the flying ones, not the walking shooting ones. Life force. Like life force or like legendary wings or like yeah, legendary fucking, wings. Gradius. Even like 1943 yeah. or 42. Yeah, love that, that kind stuff. of shit. The walking ones. I don't know. I'm not as into for some reason. But that, that's cool. Contra. It's because the jump button. The jump yeah, the button jump. was too confusing. I need a bomb button, <laughs> not a jump button. Yeah, yeah. Drone jump, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's too much. <laughs> All right, Jerry, number two. Echo the Dolphin. Yeah, baby. You, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, baby. I, I, I don't remember playing any but the first one. And Finger that it was interesting hole. enough. Like, just jumping out of the water and doing stupid tricks was fun enough for me. I never completeded the game that because it got pretty it's a pretty hard game hard yeah like most games of that era it was difficult and you really didn't know what was hurting you sometimes in a lot of games back then so i i don't know i think i just ended up goofing around in it mostly and it it it's fun good memories for that one 100 percent no echo the dolphin good choice they made a bunch of echo the dolphin games too they did yeah yeah, even for the Dreamcast, yeah, I think. Yeah, I have one for the or Dreamcast. Saturn. I have one for the yeah. Dreamcast. Anyway. Nick DeWayne, number two. Uh, we're going to stick with the uh, hard game theme. and Hard. X-Men. The first one? That was a hard yes. one. All right. Awesome. I don't know. I struggled with it. Um, I had difficult spots. I'll agree. I definitely agree with that. I love so it. Was, I, love um, the, I love the pick. It's a good one, too. Um, I agree. Good game. And, it was mm-hmm. yeah. It came out like oh, shortly, shortly after the animated series came out. So oh, such a good series. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of kind of like a nice 
tie-in and all that stuff. And plus, that was also around the same time that I had a friend that was like really getting into Marvel comics and kind of like trying to introduce me into it too. So it was kind of a lot all at once. And Did that one that you pick the characters beforehand each round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could, you had four that you could choose from, and then there was another four that would come in and like you could call on them to like help for yes uh, one time and then they disappear which mm-hmm. i didn't really care much for that because i just thought it kind of sucked because great i use them once and then they're, i can't use them again gotcha yep it's like hey thanks for stopping by <laughs> thanks for stopping hey, thanks by while i struggle with juggernaut but sweet <laughs> great choice you know uh, as we lead into that, my number two is actually X Men number two. Oh, because I think I never played a lot of the first X Men game, but my brother bought X Men two. My brother is the one that had the Genesis, and I would just pop in there and play it every once in a while. X Men two, I played a shit ton, and they had it was more than four characters, but you never had a character pop in. But then also, each character had more of their abilities. So like like Wolverine would heal, like you would get hit, and you get hit mm-hmm. low. He would heal a little bit. He wouldn't heal up all the way, but he would heal enough for you to get to a point where you could get healed mm. up. So like you get hit, oh shit, and you would just play it carefully. You could he'd always heal back up enough that you. Well, would... he healed in the first one too. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I remember playing the first one that much. I don't know if I ever play the first one. But I, all I know is I remember the first one started in the snow level. Mm-hmm. And it had this badass music that I yes. just was obsessed with. I remember it very well, too. Anyway, X-Men 2. You know what is funny? I I actually I had already picked my list, but I was curious. And I had, I Googled top Sega Genesis games. X-Men was never on the list. None of Boo. them. And I was like, what the fuck, man? X-Men 2 is one of the greatest games of all time, in my opinion. I don't know. I had, I, I should go back and play X, the original X-Men. But X-Men 2, man, I remember hating the... There's like this level where you're in uh, a fucking... Uh, what are the giant robots? A Sentinel. A Sentinel. You're in a Sentinel, and then you blow it up, and then you have to run through at it, get out, because it's a timer. Oh, I hate. I hated that anyway. level, but I'm you know, I just remember that's one of those. Me- anyway, good times, mm-hmm. great game, love it. Yes, all the characters are really fun to play. So mm-hmm. I'm just backing on Nick's. I should go back and play the original. I should hook up my Genesis. You should and just play X Men or hook one. up your Dreamcast. No, I got I the think Genesis. I have- yeah, I think I okay. have it on my on the Game Gear I gave you. I think you got the game on that too. So I don't remember you giving me X Men though. I thought X Men was in there. I, I thought it was in there. Anyway, anyway, I, I can't remember either. But anyway, um, Aaron, what's your number two? My number two is going to go into the superhero franchise of Power Rangers. Actually, what? Um, <laughs> dude, yes. The, the it wouldn't have got me if, except for the fact you get to control the Megazord and you have to fight Goldar as one of the main bosses. Oh my fucking god. that boss battle! Even though it felt like it was like I love shitty this. Power Rangers. It was it was franchise I never got into. I I came out when I was a kid. I mean the 
We were all kids for Power Rangers. Yeah. But I was like six or seven, man. I was a true kid. John was, I was like, like, what, one, two? Maybe. <laughs> Still in the nut sack? Oh. oh. But no, I, I, I remember playing that game with my friends, and that was just such, like, that was such a fun franchise to play with with my friends, especially when you got to the part we had to control the Megazord. And that was just like, oh, it was so much fun. Oh, I had so much time playing that, beating. Did you beat the beat game? A few times, yes, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Such a good game. I loved it. I don't think my brother and I ever beat X-Men 2. We, I definitely never beat Earthworm Jim. I, I beat the first one on SNES, but that's. I don't think I ever played the second one. Mm. My understanding is the second one's better, but I, I they both are blurring in my mind, so I don't remember yeah. which is which. All right, John, what's your number two? Uh, Maker Bomberman. Mega Bomberman. Oh, I love Bomberman. Bomberman's games, a great especially game. back in that era. Yeah, nothing like yeah. having Dave school our ass, getting our uh, ass kicked. Yeah, he he was the ass kicker. That's for sure for that game. We actually I, used I to think hook... the difference between Bomberman on Nintendo systems and the one on Genesis is they had like those little dinosaur things in the Genesis version, like that you could ride or whatever. Huh? Didn't they have those? Yes, they definitely. Well, definitely did because like we, I used to hook up the Dreamcast yeah. and we used to play the Mega Bomber version mm-hmm. uh, at game night. Yeah. Before I bought Bomberman on the PlayStation Three, but uh, yeah, we used to play. That's the played. I used to have, I used to have, you know, anyway, I used to do that. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Bomber, Bomberman's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't play that often, but, um, it does get addicting. Just try to see how large your explosions can become towards the end of the game. It's also best to play it with people because there's nothing like poning somebody in a situation. (laughs) Yeah, I think the one I played the most was Super Nintendo and uh, also the TurboGrafx-16 one. You know what sucks? It's it's been on everything. What sucks is I bought the brand new version for PS4 hoping that someday we would play it together and then COVID happened. (laughs) Ah, yes, COVID. Yeah. So I have this, like, I have the brand new version and hoping that someday we'd we'd play it together and that's playing everything. I don't remember. Super Bomberman R, is that, that the one? Yeah, I think you bought it recently. Yeah, I have it. I have it, but you would have to be play online. Yeah, I'm not gonna play it with you, Jared. Yeah, I didn't. Think that. It's a. It's not a co. It's not a multiplayer game. It's a co-op game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared. Number one. Let's get through this. Golden Axe. Go. Oh man. All right. I love Golden, Golden Axe. Was that also? Was that also a launch title? Did they like launch? Titles in different. It, put it different originally games? came to arcade. It was ported, and uh, I, well, I read Beast that Altered Beast was an arcade game originally, right? Well, Altered Beast was created by the guy that created Golden Axe. Oh, of course, it was. They're yeah. so similar. Golden Axe. <laughs> yeah, I, I just <laughs> love the series. Like they, they had really cool stages. Like there was like the what flying turtle or whatever the hell that was that you wrote on the back of it. It was nothing awesome. like a flying turtle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're talking. Isn't that like from a Stephen King novel? Uh, 
I'm, no, I'm, that's I, like Discworld kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't. I don't read uh, books. I read comic books. It's so what the know. Discworld isn't that like a turtle flying on the back of four elephants? There's a turtle in a the new God of War. Something like that. God yeah, of War 2018. Mm-hmm. She lives. I remember that one. She lives inside of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Freya. Yeah. yeah Freya. The the last version of Golden Axe that came out was on the PS3, Xbox 360. Was so, it? What was yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, it was Beast Rider. Golden Axe Beast Rider. Beast Rider. Oh, Dude yeah. Studios in the chat. Hey, dude. A million, mi- a million minutes ago at the very beginning, he said Beast Rider. Huh. There we go. There you go. Beast Rider. Okay. I should have known. He 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 foresaw that your your number one game was going to be Beast Rider. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, even there on the go. first one, you could ride the you know creatures and whatever they were. I mean, there was like a raptor one that scratched with its talon. There was uh, ones that whipped with their tails. Ones that blew fire. I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff. They had the little elves that came and stole your shit, and you had to beat the crap out of them to get it back and. Uh, it, it was it was interesting. What a what a fun title! I'd like to see a modern version of Beast Rider, something like that, or Golden Axe. Golden Axe. Golden Axe. Oh yeah, I mean, well, there's a lot of modern beat 'em ups that are doing really good now. Like what Ninja Turtles. There's uh, Streets, Streets of Rage, Rage came back. There's uh, River City Girls is awesome. I still need to buy the sequel of that. Uh, so I love that genre. That genre is still fun. All right. Cool. All right. Need to win number one. Sonic two. Oh, that's a good one. That's everyone. Like... That's like the, that's everyone's lists. Number one. Sonic two. Um. Well, it oh. was it was just such an improvement over the first one, and then not to mention once Sonic and Knuckles came out, there's like that added replayability of playing Sonic two as Knuckles, even though. I got to the very end, and because Knuckles can't jump as high as Sonic can, I no. I got to the very end, and I was always running the Doctor Robotnik's like hand claws. So Nick, I could it's never... like it's like New Game Plus. You know, they make it harder, yeah. so like you jump less. That's what Knuckles mm-hmm. is. He's, he's New Game Plus. I guess, but I, <laughs> and you I, only carry forward your experience in the game. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I played the shit out of that game. Who else played the shit out of that game? Because I never got into Sonic games. So, Jared, did you? No, every time I play Sonic games, I, I just don't like Sonic games. Like, <laughs> it's like, hey, it's built to be really fast, but everywhere there's a stop. There's a bouncer to bounce you the opposite way. There's a gajillion enemies all in perfect places to stop you so you never really get to go fast through a level i agree jared i feel like the game is built i feel like the game is built not to be fun (laughs) yeah they they build the levels to slap you in the face wherever they can but as a child young nick dewin was like fuck it i'm going to beat it yeah see exactly yeah watching speed runs is fun (laughs) that's a that's where i how many times have you beat it nick Oh, lots. Lots. I mean, nice. every day I, just wake I up, had, do it, do it. I had a lot. <laughs> Ten minutes. I had a lot of nothing going on back then. That's cool. Well, right. Even even like Sonic Mania, like there's the bonus levels where you're supposed to get the Chaos Emeralds, and they're stupid, and I hate them. <laughs> yeah, those were. I mean, they're awful. How many Sonic games have you beaten, Nick? 
I just wanted to. Just wanted like, to. Because once, once three came out, it was like, at that point, I was yeah, already in high school and just kind of like moving away. Like I played like the Sonic Spinball, the pinball version. I played that a little bit, and that was a little fun. But so what makes what of, makes two just so much better than one? Like, why is two considered the greatest Genesis game of all time in your opinion? Uh, just just the amount of improvements. Um, because I mean the. It seems like they kind of improved upon, like, not only the speed-up portion of things, but they also included, like, these uh, these little ribbon... I don't know exactly how to describe it, but it was, like... The helix? Sure, I think Aaron knows what I'm talking about. Like, they didn't have it in the first... But it's, like, rather than going and doing, like, a bunch of loop-de-loops, you actually had Sonic, like, yeah, an actual running screw. animation... Yeah, where you say, yeah, he's running through like a corkscrew. Thank you. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Stuff like that. And then, um, like, then you've got fun levels like the Casino Zone where um, you, you're, like, I guess you're doing just, like, a little form of kind of gambling or whatever, like, with slots and stuff, which, I don't know, just seems just kind of fun. And it seems like they improved on the music a lot, too. Um <clears throat> Well, yeah, my understanding uh, is the music and, in number two is, like, the greatest music of all time. Like, when you get, like, Sega nerds in a room, like Yusef and his... And it's and hard like, to Mab- license, too. Like, those guys love the Sonic 2 soundtrack, man. Those guys fucking, like, boners pop. Ejaculation mm-hmm. is everywhere. Isn't that the one that I mean, is supposedly produced by Michael Jackson or something like that? Uh, um, I have no idea. Yeah, but, I, mean, I think that's why it's been so hard to license for Sega to release different versions. I'd be lying if I said I never like jumped over into the uh, sound test menu and would just listen to music for minutes on end. Especially oh, that's right. Like the the 16-bit era. Sound sampling. Oh, and that was the other thing. Because uh, they also, I mean, you know, split screen on TVs back then just kind of sucked because it just, like, everything was all tiny and stuff. But it was... Nice that they, well, because Tails is in the game too. Can't believe I forgot about him, but it was because like, he has uh, two, two tails. Players. Sonic two, two tails, yeah, like a freaking mutant. But um, no, it was also tails. the. I mean, there's that aspect too, where you could actually, well, yeah, you could not only play Sonic versus Tails, but if you had somebody who just wanted to tag along for most of the game, mm-hmm. they could control Tails for you. Um, and run and get killed. Oh, see you later, Nick. Um, they could run and get killed, but it doesn't really affect anything because Tail doesn't have any lives in the first player aspect of it. Right. So, but you can also collect rings for you and stuff, kill enemies. Cool. And basically, just kind of help you out. Sounds like more speaking fun. Of, speaking of Sonic multiplayer, their, their new one is going to have four player, like simultaneous. Gameplay. Oh. If they're only they had their own console games, to launch that on. Yeah, well, I've I've tried playing Sonic co-op on Sonic Mania, and it's just pointless. There's there's absolutely no reason to do it. It's Is not... it kind of like when uh, I brought that Mario Super Mario Wii over, and we had four people trying to play all at once, and it's almost a little chaotic if you don't have a strategy going in. 
I mean, well, I'm not, yeah, I'm not that's a different Super kind Mario of chaos. But with I how mean, fast you're going in Sonic, if one person stops or bumps into something, like there, you you can't recover from that. And Tails or whatever has to just fly in randomly, and you just lose Tails all the time. Cool. Yeah, that's kind of like yeah. What happens in Sonic Two is, I mean, it's it's the it's the perfect like at that time, you know, being like a just an early teenager playing mm-hmm. the game and having some younger sibling that wanted to play with you it was almost yeah. like the perfect thing to like hand off like uh, there you what, go it's, when's it's the almost, last time you beat it oh it was probably back in the 90s because uh so it's been I, yeah it's uh for various reasons me and the genesis were separated at separated at birth Nineties, never saw each other again. Yeah. All right, my number one. I talk about it all the time, so I'm not going to talk about it much. But it's uh, flashback. Woo! Yeah. Also, because so, I was listening to the original soundtrack today, also had a music test. Pay uh, you, you pause it, and it had a music yeah. test thing, so you could listen to the music. Which the music is also very awesome. Yeah. So. Anyway. That's one thing oh. I loved about Super Super NES and uh, Genesis games is like the sam- sampling of the sounds. You yeah. just run through all the numbers and hit the button and just hear them all at once. Super fun, but yeah, uh-huh. flashback, great game, love it, beat yeah. it. Uh, Never beat wait. it. Can't wait for the actual sequel. Aaron, number one. All right, this is gonna be completely left field, but I'm gonna go with NBA Jam. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Great totally. choice. <laughs> Honorable mention on my part. Yeah. Such a good game. It was so much fun. It was probably one of the few games that when I played with multiple people and I lost. Gary I didn't Payton, get that Sean mad. Camp, destroying. Oh, yep. Oh, you know, yeah. Clyde Glide and Michael Jordan, all those Bill other guys Clinton. on there. Bill Clinton. Yeah. Clinton. <laughs> Sub Zero. <Exactly>. Uh, <laughs> Scorpion, you know, Scorpion. get over with your ball. <laughs> big head mode. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Big head mode. Fire yeah, mode. NBA Jam was awesome. Oh, no. I love that game. Like I said, Boom, it, was always, it was literally <laughs> one of the few. It was one of the few games where if I got just destroyed by like the, my friends playing with at the time. I didn't even get mad. I was like, "Oh man, that was a that was a that was a weapon." Uh, yeah, was play so you're playing with the wrong friends. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can piss you off. Game assist. So, my favorite games, though. Still, I loved it. It was, dude. Even the new version that I have on P, the newest version on PS3. Not to mention, it has the baddest like menu music. It's not good. It's great. No, the new one. What are you talking about, Jerry? Really? Yeah, this game's great. It's such a great yeah. fucking game. Okay. Oh my god. I don't play the that, new that's one. the PS3 oh. one, right? Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah. What? Oh, maybe it's just because I remember flaming at you guys with that one. Just, <laughs> I think you just remember the NHL arcade that you fucking yeah. hated. Well, we have oh, we yeah. were all having the a NHL great time, one. and you just couldn't for some reason figure out the controls. I and... just, I just, yeah. I think Jared sports just, games, sports games plus me equals Jared really just bad. sucks at things, man. I think the arcade game was. I still have the arcade game. game installed on my PS3 because it's so oh, much man, fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. Anyway, uh, good choice, Aaron. Yeah, NBA nice Jam is awesome. Uh, JPK, what's your number one? Aladdin. Aladdin. That was a good one, actually. I, I thought I about those show ones, actually. You the world. I, yeah, I played it once. It was... Those were some really fun Disney games back in the day. Very hard yeah. games, too. Yeah. 
God. Jesus. Especially yeah, buying your first recently. rental. <laughs> I played it recently. I think, uh, I mean, it wasn't on the Genesis, but it was on the Switch. Mm. And uh, yeah, it is fairly challenging. I think you're being polite. That game was hard. <laughs> <laughs> I remember playing that too. I had a lot, a lot of fun with that game. It just was, it felt really responsive. And looks actually the Genesis version actually looks really good. It's a really good. It did. Look. I mean, obviously the newer version polishes up, but like, I mean, I imagine the Super Nintendo isn't one of them better than the other. Isn't the Genesis version better than the Nintendo version or something? Isn't there a version that's better? Uh, I don't know. I think so. I never played either. Anyway, I mean, I played the Genesis. I think the Genesis was the better I one. Heard, yeah. Like those two ports of just any game, it always seemed like the Super Nintendo one was at least better looking. But I think there's a thing where the Genesis thing, like the the Genesis Aladdin, I think is historically better oh, than that one. Oh, I I have to agree with that one. I think I feel like there's like I don't know. Anyway, I just I remember playing it and it being a super fun game, but super fucking hard. And I was not super into video games, so I just like I would quit immediately. My brother played it a lot, but yeah, good choice. Look, it looks like the cartoon, you know. It does. They, oh, they, yeah. they make they make yeah, they make they make jokes nowadays. Like, oh, it's like playing the cartoon. It's like, well, some of these That's games the back point. in the day actually were like actually, you know, maybe you didn't play them, but like, I feel like Aladdin does a pretty good job of being Aladdin. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, that was probably one of the more attractive aspects of that game was how close to the movie it actually looked mm-hmm. well, that's the thing most of those games that they came out with in the 90s they did a fucking fantastic job making it look a lot like the movie like Aladdin looked great and the Genesis it looked like the movie the Lion King game looked like I was playing fucking Lion King as Simba I mean if or... I'm honest if I'm honest like Super Street Fighter we played that a bunch on the Genesis we would rent that all the time and have the friends over and play it Super Street Fighter looked fucking great on the Genesis like I mean, it was pretty close to the arcade version, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm, like, stupid in... Uh, I agree know. with you on that one, though. It's the game. It looks... it looked... That game looked great, and... You know, anyway. I sucked at Street Fighter, but, like, man, that was a pretty good-looking game. It was fun to play, get my ass kicked. That's another honorable mention. Anyway, good choice. Aladdin's a great game, John. Great mm-hmm. More honorable mentions, anybody? Tasmania. I saw that on lists. I didn't realize that that was such a popular game, but like looking at it, it was high. It was like in some top tens. It's like I didn't realize that was such a great game. I feel like I should. I should. I should look for it on the Dreamcast and like check it out. I mean, it's it's so small, but I mean, um, just doing like little jumps on the ground. Like every time you land, there's like a little cartoony effect. I mean, just even small stuff like that. But, I mean, that's kind of like another game that almost looked very cartoonish, like almost cartoon-like, like like Aladdin or Lion King. Like it was perfect in its, like, what it was trying to do. Like it it wouldn't Mm -hmm. have to do much to be a cartoon. Like it looked proper. Yeah, like I was just surprised to see it on so many lists. It's like, holy shit, I didn't realize, you know, a lot of those like kind of like Warner Brothers 
Splatoon games n- didn't do very well. So like that one. No, that one that one was a lot of fun because I mean there's like things that you can eat too, but there's things that you don't want to eat and it kind of fucks you up. But sometimes you're put in a situation where you're trying not to eat something, but you still end up eating it, and you're like, fuck. But no, it's fun and funny game. Cool. Anyone else? Something else? Anybody? No, I've pretty Eh. much exhausted my Genesis play. I mean, I don't. Nick's got like a list. He's got like a Christmas list here. Go for it. Oh, I mean, there were like some some sports games like uh, NHL '94. No, but uh, that was on the list. Lakers versus Celtics was. I mean, that's pretty much that was the start of kind of like EA. Uh, and the basketball franchise that evolved to uh, Bulls versus Lakers. Is that when it then... became in the game? Like, huh? <laughs> EA. Oh, EA. Oh, yeah. It's in the game. Of course, it's in yeah. the game. <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, I mean, basically, like the whole NBA Live franchise is like those games, the uh, Lakers versus Celtics, Bulls versus Lakers, Bulls versus Blazers. And yeah. then the other one I had was... Uh, uh, Joe Montana Sports Talk. It was Joe Montana 2, but it had Sports Talk. It was basically like one of the first games to actually have like, I mean, and, and it's so primitive when you hear it, but I mean, it's like one of the first game sports games to actually have like uh, like a commentator commentating on oh, okay. like what you were doing. Which right, now it's like, yeah. com- it's just a common yeah. thing now. Yeah, now it's like. Right. So Nick DeWin. I was a little surprised. No wrestling games from this from this generation. Uh, no, I never played any wrestling games on the Genesis. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. When did you become a big fan of that shit? Then. Well, I mean, I was I was always kind of a, a bit of a wrestling fan around this time, but I mean, uh, like probably the first games that I actually played were. Um, but they were on the Super Nintendo. But it was mm-hmm. like, and I saw that. Genesis actually had a version of this, but Saturday Night Slam Masters, which I think I talked about a few episodes ago, um, but I only played it on the Super Nintendo and the WWF Raw. Gotcha. Uh, those were kind of like my first, and that mm-hmm. wasn't until like 95 that I started playing those. All right. I was just curious. Um, no worries. No. All right. Well, Ashley, Lord Beerstro, we have to get back to you. Uh, oh, you need to like wrap up. You're sour, and then pick between them. Well, yeah, I've already finished them both. Um, how well? Like, tell us a little bit how the last one was. This one was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't as I guess it wasn't as tart at first. I mean, it kind of came along a little bit. Um, I mean, they were both pretty good. Uh, I think I'm kind of done with the tartness, though, of just beer in general, or sours anyway, for the time being. But uh, they were both pretty good. They are both pretty similar. But I think I'm going to give it to the uh, Sun River with nice. Ale Song, which, by the way, I found out uh, Ale Song is based out of Eugene, so we're still being completely Oregon here. Nice. <laughs> within, yeah, kind of within Oregon. Cool. If we ignore the whole AB and Bed thing. So I have a, I have a question mm-hmm. then. So our next week is then... We're doing a Mexican beer standoff. No, we'll we're going back. Well, yeah, we're just gonna go back, like because uh, Waldo returned to Waldo. Independence thing mm-hmm. is uh, in September. Oh, okay, so we're going yeah. back to the Waldo standoff. 
back to our regularly scheduled. Uh, All right. I was just oh, curious. Yeah. I was just curious. Uh, I wasn't Waldo. sure. Yeah, you you cleanse your Waldo palette. If the yeah. shirt was going to make a comeback or it was going to be, you know. All right. Cool. Uh, awesome. Well, right. There we go. All right. Let's do some quick couch co-optionals and get the fuck out of here. Jared, what do you recommend for the good of the order? I, I was turned on to a band recently. I've listened to a little bit of their stuff. It's Thunder Mother. Thunder Mother. That's like uh, all female, like old school rock band. Heavy metal kind of rock, right. old school rock. It's it's fun. Cool, Thunder Mother. Thunder who, Mother. Who, who turned you on to them? A uh, nephew of mine, because uh, oh, yeah. they they're playing with the Scorpions right now. He's into the older ladies. Got it. <laughs> well, they're not older ladies. To him, they are. Well, to him, yeah. <laughs> right. He's he's what twenty twenty four or something like that. Anyway. Uh, very cool. Thunder Mother. Check them out. Are they on Spotify? Yeah. Do we know? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, All right. I just pull them up on YouTube. All right. Nick DeWin, what you got for the go to the order? Come pay a visit to Bend. It's lovely out here. Come to Bend. You're a travel bug, aren't you, right now? TravelOregon.com. TravelOregon.com, <laughs> I believe, is the website. Listen, there's, lots of, yeah. I mean, there's lots of little great places in Oregon that, I mean, oh, it's really popular, but I mean, there's a lot of like other smaller places that don't quite get enough attention. I mean, like, not that I want to focus on them right now because the plug right now is for Bend, but I mean, there's just lots of little spots in Oregon you can just go check out that are just kind of neat and well. Mm-hmm. well. I agree. Very cool. Uh, I'm gonna pick. Uh, I was preaching about it on on Discord earlier this week. Um, the f- the season two of The Bear is on Hulu right now. In my opinion, the greatest show that exists currently. I love it. It's so good. <clears throat> the Christmas episode is insane, and is has a stacked cast. I've never I've never watched this like a special episode of a show and then like just. Like, so many cast members, and one of the cast members deserves an Emmy nomination, a guest Emmy nomination. Anyway, The Bear, if you haven't seen it, watch the first season. It'll blow your fucking mind. Um, okay. Super cool. Where can we watch it? It's on Hulu. Hulu. Oh, cool. Hulu did you baby. say that already? I, I did say it already, but it's all cool. Hulu. The, the Bear has Jeremy Allen White. From, he's He was on Shameless originally. He's the star of the show. show. Uh, you could kind of look at this as like a continuation of Lip, but I think it's better than Lip. It's better character development. It's just a better, anyway, better overall in my opinion. Anyway, uh, uh, Aaron, what do you got? All right, so my wife has never watched the show, but I'm rewatching it. Uh, Arrested Development. It's on oh. Hulu and Netflix, and oh my god, I forgot how good that show is. It. If you yeah you gotta check it out it's it's I feel like it's a launching career for several people but and a relaunching career yeah <laughs> yes yes of of people like for what Bateman. Jason yeah. Bateman uh, <laughs> Michael Sarah's launching career which I um and then of course Jessica Walter the mom is also an archer uh, what's the, who's the guy that does the Batman voice oh my god uh, oh Will Will Arnett Will Arnett, Will Arnett. Sorry, right. Will Arnett. Yeah, I love him in that. Uh, yes, and then I think David Cross is in it as well. The yes. other son. Oh my God! That, Aaron, Aaron, do you listen to the Smartless podcast? 
No, but I've been wanting to. Oh, you should good. listen, dude. If you're a fan of Arrested Development, okay. you should fucking listen to the. It's so fucking hilarious, and you don't even have to listen to their fucking interviews. Just them talking to each other is fucking hilarious. I love a good banter, so I'm definitely down. For <laughs> yeah, that. you should check All it right. out. It's fucking hilarious, dude. You'd love it. Okay. okay. One question for Aaron: um, mm. Did you ever watch the uh, Netflix uh, seasons? Of I. That's where I actually started watching it initially. Um, it got to season four. Uh, season three or season four is really weird because it was like they're trying to tell everybody's story to get everybody caught up. And I'm like, what the? Uh, what? You could have made it one episode, the whole thing. And no, they make half the season as a what happened to this person this time off? What happened to this person next episode? I'm like, God damn it. It was weird. I didn't like it. I did watch on Netflix. That's where I first found the see the show. But yeah, I, I, well, I was yeah. just curious if you liked it or not. Oh, I, 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 I just didn't like that one season. It was really weird, but the first few seasons are fucking fantastic. No, the first three Fox seasons. Okay. Yes. They're fantastic. And then the Netflix pickup and it was just like a weird revival type thing. I'm like, what is this? This is ridiculous, but I haven't seen the fifth season. So, I have to jump over to Netflix after season three. So, I'm just curious because I actually watched the first three like years ago. I think they were on Netflix, but yep. it was before Netflix actually produced the fourth season. And yeah. I started to watch it, but I just mm-hmm. I didn't finish it for whatever yeah. reason. So I was just curious if I was just missing something and I need to go back and rewatch it. No, it's no, it's pretty. It's it's. It, it, I mean, I, I, I loved it. I remembered, I, I remembered half the what was going on in each episode, but I couldn't remember the other half because I was laughing so much during the whole thing. Like, just, it, just some parts like, oh, that happened. That's right. Oh God, how did I forget that? But anyway, um, message. So how many bananas out of ten? What? How many bananas out of ten? <laughs> oh God, two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of bananas. <laughs> out of 10 alright John <clears throat> what do you have for us what do you have for us son uh, I recommend the YouTube channel Aton Che or Aton Chi uh, it's a uh, filmmaker who does has a focuses on history and he has a uh, civil war segment called uh, Checkmate Lincolnites that's pretty funny, where he pretty much debates himself. One side of him is dressed as a Union soldier. The other side of him is dressed as a Confederate. And they talk about uh, controversial subjects, like such as uh, was the Civil War really uh, a war of Northern aggression? Was it really about state rights? Um, stuff like that. So it was kind of interesting. I'm not as familiar with the Civil War, but... Uh, the way he presents the info is pretty entertaining because um, usually for the Confederate side, he takes uh, comments from his past videos and then he uses that as his arguments. So it's a clever way for him to kind of address questions um, from his comment section. Uh, but it's also kind of weird to see people trying to defend the Confederacy. Um, and it's weird that you know, almost what two hundred years later, people are still sour about that. I mean, it's so it's it's kind of disheartening in a way, but it, it, he keeps it entertaining. 
Oh, racism, John. Yeah. Racism. Yeah. I'll defend racism. Southern America. Southern really glory. <laughs> They'll rise again, I'm sure. <clears throat> Uh, my couch co-optional is I'm against racism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's a good here, here. one to be. As a multiracial person, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you know, I, fuck racism. Anyway, uh, let's get out of here. Uh, <clears throat> thank you guys. Great show. A lot of fun. Yeah. Sega Genesis, baby. Maybe. Sega. Sega. Way, Sega. Any, Sega. So was just real quick. Was the Genesis Mini was that an actual like uh, an official release or? It was. They've yeah. been they've been sold. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you Yusef and Mappy, I think Amazon both have one. Expensive. I think you can mod them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm. I think that's the only one though. But no, the only nobody else here has one. None of us no. do. No. Okay. No. I think Dave had the mini PlayStation. He has a mini yeah. PlayStation. He might have a Nintendo. I don't know. I if don't he know. Has a Nintendo or not. Who needs that shit when you have a Switch? Well, yeah. Dave has the Raspberry Pi, so he doesn't need any. Yeah, you don't need that so. either. Yeah, right. Raspberry Pi. Like, why did he even buy the PlayStation? But, yeah. mm-hmm. anyway. Those things have gotten so fucking expensive, dude. Yeah. I wanted to get one, and then it's like, oh, it's like three hundred dollars. It's like, what? Yeah. Then they used to be like sixty. Yeah, now 50, it's like two seventy nine. I think it's like two seventy nine, yeah. and it's just like, serious? Uh-huh. Jesus, because people use them. So, like, here's something crazy: people use them for other things than video games. So, Malice in our Discord that was helping you with computer stuff, Jared. Yeah, he's using them for his. Uh, uh, he's trying to grow tomatoes. Huh. <laughs> not, tomato, not tomatoes, yeah. but I'm going to just say tomatoes. Uh, okay. So gotcha. it, it regulates anyway. like water and stuff. Okay. Yeah. He's automating so, it. That's cool. <laughs> for his nice. grow operation of tomatoes. Crop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's kind of crazy that you could like program this little computer thing to do things like water. You know, that's kind of cool. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. So I'll probably never get a Raspberry Pi unless Dave gives me his. Since I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he never uses his. Mm-hmm. And I would not. use it at all my parties. I think the last time it was used was at one of the last my party. parties he had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. We might be having another one. Yeah. Nice. Cool. August. Fifth. This is a Saturday, probably a birthday okay, celebration. Yeah. You know, just mark it cool. down in your calendar. But you know, okay. John, you're gonna be when you gonna be when are you guys gonna be back in town? September Ugh. towards the end of September. Jeez. You people. Anyway, anyway, you're welcome to come, John. What do you mean? You're you probably people? not gonna be here. <laughs> people that live out of state that don't yeah. care about their loved ones. <laughs> don't care about their dad <laughs> they hate their dad yeah. uh, anyway let's get out of here well, I learned uh, it by watching you oh, okay. I, I do love you though John and Nick and Aaron and Jared mm-hmm. but not Dave well, you're just, you're fuck just Dave. Saying that for the... Dave couldn't fucking be here tonight so fuck him <laughs> well, this would have been like a two and a half hour episode right. if Dave was here but hey, Aaron made it through all of it. 
Yeah, I know. Aaron's that's awesome. Survived. But what do you? The baby, the baby's just sleeping all night tonight, Jerry or Aaron. The baby's just sleeping. We'll see. We'll see. As far as I know, she's sleeping. So so far, so good. Good times. Well, let's get out of here. He's soundproof that room, so he doesn't have to. Let's get out of here, so like you know, you can go do something else. (laughs) You know. Anyway. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening and remind you to leave feedback at the couch co-op show at gmail.com. Leave us an email. Let us know what you think of the show or hey, blah, 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 what you thought of Sega. Should Sega make a console? Just leave it at that email. Anyway, I want to thank Jared, Nick, Aaron, and JPK for joining me here on the couch. For couch co-op, I'm Ian, reminding you to please be excellent to each other. Wild stallions. Couch co-op. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.